Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And we've got some more Twin Ray for you. We're back with more insights about Twin Ray. Twin Ray. Twin Ray. I said the same thing you did, but as if I were adding something... (laughs) And with a slightly different inflection. I can change a little piece of the word so it seems sort of different. Watch this. (laughs) Twin gray. Twin may I add that you started taking their classes. Yes, I did. I finally went to their website. I got into their portal. Yeah, we both took their quiz to find out how far along we were in our relationship to the universe. Yes. For anybody just chiming in, oh my goodness, Twin Ray. Oh, I wouldn't you, just chime yeah, in. Go back. You go back go and back. listen. But imagine these two folks dressed in white. They live in Southern Oregon. They're leading a group there. They have a storefront, but they also came down to Los Angeles to give a talk. We saw it at Conscious Life Expo. That's what we're talking about. And the strangest thing about them is their personal presentation. Yeah. They sit together. They're a man and a woman, a husband and wife, and they talk like this. And they're very careful not to interrupt one another, but to finish each other's sentences. sentences. And yes. they do it together. Yes, together, yes. <laughs> And many people say it's kind of like an SNL sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really reminds me of... If you just saw it without context, you'd be like... and Rachel Dratch. Wow, these are people like putting on their... This is way too on the nose. Right, right. It's all of the parodies kind of rolled up into one, but they seem to, well, they're presenting this as a genuine product, service, uh, path of attainment. I kind of go back and forth on how sincere they are. Who knows? But we've also said this before. Sometimes it's a losing battle to ask how sincere anyone is. Yeah, it's a black box. I always think of it as you can't really get inside it. Even that person can't totally get inside it. You know what I mean? Even if you ask them directly, A, would you trust their answer? And B, would you trust them to know the answer themselves? Maybe not. Yeah. It it might have changed over time. And you might believe a piece of it and then feel okay fibbing on top of that piece. I think of Kimberly Meredith Mm -hmm. as someone who I would suspect like really experiences some things, but is also plenty happy to fib on top of it. Right, right. So going back to what we were talking about, uh, we told- All right. (laughs) We we told you about filling out the forms and they have this whole like path that you go through from the universe happening to you and then the universe happening by you and then as you, as you, you, that's the last one. But when we signed up for that, they sent us emails. I have received 10 emails in 17 days and I did nothing. (laughs) But you started taking the classes, and you're going to tell us about it. Okay, I've only dipped into those emails once or twice. I have noticed they really want me to buy their supplements. Oh, yeah, they have bioceuticals. Yes, and they want me to bio them. Exactly. (laughs) They're really expensive. They're like $88 for a pretty small little tin of them. They do some very specific things having to do with your spiritual growth. We'll get into that later. I'll just say that this reminds me, a listener of ours wrote in to say that they had expertise with jewelry and they looked at the jewelry that Mm. Twin Ray sells on their website. Okay, And essentially the verdict was, 
can't really tell from the information provided whether this is a good deal or a crazy markup. So buyer beware, essentially. Fair. Okay, but Ross, before we begin, I brought you something. Yes, I'm excited about this because I could use a drink right now. This is a can. Yes, and it does have a drink inside. I brought you a Kin Euphorics functional beverage for modern rituals. Uh, podcasting is a ritual. Yeah, of, of it types. is a modern ritual. <laughs> it really is. You know what? You're right. It's got 0.0 alcohol by volume. That's right there on the can. <laughs> oh, it's okay. gently caffeinated. Oh, gently. They folded in the caffeine. Exactly. And the flavor, of course, is Kin Spritz Energizing Flow. Okay. If it's really bad, we can flush this down later with Peep Soda. Okay. I bought the Peeps Pepsi. Ew. That's <laughs> terrible. It's a limited edition thing, and I managed to find some. Okay. Okay. Well, but... this is a hit of sunshine for your mind. Oh, it is. And it's got Rhodiola Rosia to find energy and focus. Oh, good. We can use that during this modern ritual. It's got 5-HTP to support serotonin. GABA to ease stress. Hey, we don't even have to meditate. And caffeine to give us a gentle lift. 50 milligrams. And then when you look at the ingredient list, you <laughs> see what's actually going on here. Carbonated water, white grape juice, and oh. then some flavors. Hey, I'm into that already. Yeah. Ooh, it's herbaceous with a kiss of citrus. So, shall we? Ginger orange bitters. Okay, yeah, I'm into it. Where did you find this? I got it at Lassen's Natural Foods Store. Okay. Nice. I definitely taste the ginger. I definitely taste the orange bitters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has that gingery kind of initial taste, and then the bitters set in Yep. as it drains into your body. Hint of sweet. Almost the amount of sweet you want in like a cocktail where the sweet is just hinted at. I can see why they're saying 0.0% ABV because Mm -hmm. it kind of tastes like a mocktail. You might Yeah, like you're going for that. Be like, oh, wait a second. What's in here? Mm -hmm. That ginger helps. Okay. Well, thanks for picking this up. You're welcome. um, I thought, you know, as we go through Twin Ray, we might want to see what this does to us. Okay. We don't have any of the Twin Ray water yet. They sell that as well. I didn't know that. Twin Ray water. Yeah. They have branded bottles with their logo on them. And no way. A copper lid and a copper bottom, and or it's kind of a rosy copper color. And then there's the little pile of rocks at the bottom. I saw it sitting next to them at the Conscious Life Expo talk that we went to. And then I'm going to tell you about another talk later that they gave at Conscious Life Expo. And I finally saw Shakina Ma drink from it. And okay. She didn't look grossed out, so... That's something. I, I guess it tastes like water. That bar is crossed. Oh, they have incense. I didn't know. All, wow, they sell a lot of stuff. Oh, I can buy her shawl. Ooh. Cashmere boo. Biofrequency patch. Pa- oh, man. I got to spend more time on this site. But okay. But I was going to school. I was being a good student. I want to get further on my spiritual journey with Twin Ray. So I attended the Twin Ray Golden Age Prophecy class. Ooh, prophecy. We could use that, especially for our year-end episodes where we're predicting the next year. Oh, good point. Yeah. Let me tell you about going to school, returning to the you, mothership. You like going to school. I love going to school so yeah. much. I miss school, so... uh Sounds fun. Okay, yeah. So this was a free class from their portal. It was about two hours worth of videos. And it was two videos, but one was like an hour 15 and one was like 45. So I'm going to walk you through what you would have learned if you had attended. And we'll just fast track your evolutionary arc. 
So this one class required you to watch two videos? Yes. And then did it give you quizzes on them? Yeah, so I'm struggling to remember whether this is the case for this class, but in the classes, typically you watch a video and then it gives you a little question and answer slot, but usually there's not really a question. Okay. So it'll take you to this page and Uh. maybe it'll say something like, Shakina Ma invited you to think about the following statement and then give you a quote and then that, from what? what you just heard uh-huh. and then just a space to respond. I assume to, to respond. To reflect. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, Journal, if you please. Yeah, so sometimes they'd be more direct and it would say, how can you apply this to your life? And I would make some effort. I'd put in like, okay. oh, uh, I could spend more time setting up dates with my husband, being no. more intentional. You know, I'd put something like that. But then later... It would just tell me, here's a quote from Shakina Ma, remember? And so I would just type in the space, okay. Okay. (laughs) Acknowledged. Yeah. Message received. I'm not going to spend more effort than you did. (laughs) Interesting. And at the end of this journey, is there a master's degree in ascendant bioenergetic grid mastery? That's a good question. I don't think (laughs) that exact thing is available. But I did notice that once I got into the student portal, I could see other students' posts in the student forum. And some of those people were taking more advanced classes that had cost quite a bit of money. And they were using jargon. They would say, I'm in the KEP. Is anybody else in KEP1? Yeah. So that stuff seems to cost money and you get some sort of title at the end of it. One of my favorite posts was like, I'm so confused by my current training. I know that I have to have my wife's feet in water while I do the <laughs> cure, but am I doing it right? Because she's not facing north. What it's a like, snapshot. Oh, man. Wow. And I assume they're accredited by the Northwest Commission on Colleges and Universities. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's right. Okay. I'm sure that's right. <laughs> Okay, so this talk... Carrie's looking, or her eyes are darting around the room. Is talk the right word? Is talk the word? Yeah, so it's a class, but it's also a video, but it also appears to have been a live event where people at one point were calling in for this. It's a class unto itself. (laughs) That too. But I think there was like a time that this was live online, people could call in, and then they repurposed the video as a class afterward. Okay. I mentioned this because further on in the video, I saw some of the students who had actually attended live and there were only like six or seven of them. Hey, I'm all for that. Taking advantage of a good situation. We got a class going on. Let's record it. Oh, sure. Put online. Yep. Sure. Good stuff. But they said at the top of the recording that they wanted to shout out Unify. They kept talking about something called Unify. It very much sounded like a third party. And in the bottom right-hand side of the screen on a different video, I saw Unify on a rainbow background logo. And I haven't been able to figure out what the heck Unify is. Interesting. They didn't have a 30% offer code for Unify. Yeah, it never got explained. I was really listening for it. And then I tried to search like Unify New Age Streaming Services and stuff like that to see if I could get close and nothing. It makes me think of I've been watching the whole... A Thief in the Night series, because I only ever saw the first one. Have you seen that film? <gasps> that would be a great commentary for us to do. A Thief okay. in the Night, it was this rapture film. But they have the whole tribulation happen, and the one world government is called Unity. And they have a little special oh, okay. Unity logo that shows up everywhere. So you said Unify, and I saw Unity. That's exactly the kind of thing that Christians from, what, the 80s would be terrified of? 
Oh, man. 90s. Well, my sister, I think, wanted this for her birthday on VHS. Okay. So we could all be terrified of the end times. <laughs> so I watched it so many times, and I seen the original from 1972 endlessly. I know it by heart. But I didn't know until recently that there were three more films. I, okay, I think I lent you one when Drew gave me like 30 DVDs. Oh, quite possibly. Christian DVDs. I think you said, oh, this is the next one in the series. Can I borrow this? And oh, quite possibly. I didn't have a frame of reference. Anyways, yeah, the next ones were made across a span of years. They just kept trickling out into the 80s. And it's a wild ride. Anyways, okay. that was an aside, but <laughs> okay. we got to watch this. Okay, gotcha. Unify. Okay, so Unify. It's a wonderful platform, and they've been doing it for a decade, they said. Okay. Yeah, so whatever that is. And nothing came up when you searched for Twin Ray Unify? Not really. I mean, I found an old webpage of theirs that clearly had Unify language on it, but nothing that told me anything. Okay. But listener, let me know if you find anything. Okay, so in this class, we're going to get deeper into what exactly the Golden Age is and how to erect it. Perfect, right? Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> we're going to speak about prophecies in the scriptures and prophecies that have been given just for this exact Ooh, time. I'm into it. And I'm guessing their scriptures are not the Bible. Should be a breath of fresh air. Good point. As much as he looks like white Jesus. <sighs> yeah. Um, I haven't heard them give a Bible reference yet. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they do the thing that Scientology does where they say, please, everybody in under our tent, we mm -hmm. accept everybody. Right. That's ignoring all the ways that our theology conflicts with yours. Right. So they do that a little bit in here, but you're right. I don't think I heard mention of the Bible. I feel like from them, I'll hear about sutras and Vedas, but never right. Ecclesiastes. Right, right. Okay, so... Ross, as you know, we are currently in a time of great purification. Yes, I know that. As you may recall from Boy Ray in the past. Mm -hmm. And this purification period is going to bring a great awakening to all human beings. And you can see this kind of happening in yourself. So Boy Ray invites us to think about a moment where you realized that there was something greater than what society had told you about. And we were supposed to pause and think about what is this moment for you? Mm. And he invited us to just really seek out aha moments. It might be someone articulated something in a perfect way. Okay. I don't know. He was able to lead me to a place where I was like, okay, like I know yeah. the thing you're talking I about. I can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And he said, it's important to acknowledge those pivotal moments in your life where something made you think differently. Thank okay. you, every Carl Sagan book I've read. <laughs> Thank you, Carl. And he said, you know, I know that many of you are, are meditators and light workers and yogis and mystics. And he said that in such a way that it seems like you have said this to me. Like, I have gotten this feedback from my audience that you all identify in these various ways. Oh, uh, interesting. I wonder if that came in the form of like, hey, you're talking down to me. I'm also a healer. Mm, I am also oh, maybe. on a higher plane of existence than the hoi polloi around me. I took it as just we want to acknowledge everybody's particular language around mm. this experience. Oh, right. Okay. But I bet both are true. Okay. And he said, for many of you, maybe it was an awakening through health and nutrition that got you here. Maybe it was through conspiracy, realizing that things in society aren't exactly as they seem. Whoa, that's an interesting vector. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was through a book. Maybe it was through a parent, a teacher, a friend, an event. Maybe you had a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience. Maybe you had a dream. Maybe you had an ongoing dream. Whatever it was, it gave you the sense that you have a deeper purpose in life, not just the 3D experience that we all see in here. Here they are with the 3D, 4D, 5D language. Okay. So now that he's 
reminded you of that entry point. He's going to take you deeper and deeper into the realities within yourself, within society, and bring you back to that place of, aha, the whisper of the winds, the uncomplicated and beautiful, just as all of nature truly is. Like that voice in the rainbow connection. Yes. That's that's funny you mentioned that because whenever I'm playing that on my banjo, I always think, if I heard that voice, I'd be worried. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a little worried. There's psychosis in my family. Okay. He says, that's really what the golden age represents at a meta level is peace on earth through that happiness within. Okay. I mean, so far, this sounds like a, a good intro. And setting things up. And again, as we said in the last episode, there is structure there. Like, he can build from a structure. He just says too many words. Yes. So what I just told you... <laughs> it took like, took, what, 10 minutes? Took not, Yes, uh-huh. Took on uh, 10 and a half minutes. Okay. Um, oh, wow. And I just highlighted the sentences that were sort of the thesis statement. And okay. then let him go on for a very long time. And then, oh, here's another one. And I'm just telling you those. It's like I spent two days writing notes on his talks and I have a sense of how quickly he covers information. Yep, yep. I think we both do now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a golden age means different things to different civilizations, obviously. But what we can all agree on is that it's the peak of that civilization. Yeah. The absolute pinnacle of free spiritual expression of the mysteries of their initiating mysteries or their mystery schools or their esoteric wisdom, or anything of the like. Well, he had me at the beginning, and then he he lost me with those additional examples. Because, yeah, you do think of, like, the golden age of, I would think of Disney animation. Sure, yeah. Um, Hollywood. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, sure. I'll accept these other options. Okay, and once you have that enlightened perspective, it's going to illuminate your health care. It's going to illuminate your education, your agriculture, your permaculture, Farming, politics, and communities, and the like. My farming? <laughs> just societies in general, I guess. <laughs> there was such, like, like um, <laughs> hesitant delight in your eyes as you said that. <laughs> Do I have a farm? Where's my farming? This is good news. <laughs> <laughs> Step on down. You want a farm. Okay. I assume he means the collective humanities. I mean, to his original point, when I hear golden age, I do think of the halcyon days, the salad days, the pinnacle, the apex of like a certain activity that went on for a long time. Totally. Usually something you see in reverse, though. Before it inevitably regressed to the mean or went away, as all things do over time. But yeah, certainly he's extending this definition. Also, usually you only say that after the fact. You right. look back and Looking, say, yeah. oh, that's where the peak was. You don't say, going oh. into the peak. Here right. I go. Right. It's going to denouement after this. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like saying, let's make a viral video. Yeah, like, totally. Well, right. You, well, that's optimistic. You don't have control over that. <laughs> right. <laughs> make a video. But it's an optimistic goal. <laughs> and we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> So you know how they love to change around words? These people love I the- know. They love to change around words. <laughs> words, they like to change around. Oh, interesting. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> herstory. They love to say history oh. and then interrupt themselves and say Her- history. Or herstory. But I realized they were not- I'm into it. They're not adopting it as a replacement. Like every single time, it's history- History, but it's not like they're they're like adopting and learning that like this is their preferred term. It's like we need to say both every single sure. time. All right. Anyway, can't deny them their little thrills. 
There it is. Okay, so sometimes you won't have the peers and the community to follow through on your spiritual realizations, right? Okay. You'll feel like you want to be your authentic self, you want to express yourself, but the world around you is reflecting to you that like you're weird or, mm. you know, this is uncommon. And maybe now that you're here in the presence of Twin Ray and others, mm. you're starting to sense that community and the great awakening that we're living. And that's because this is actually real. This is the time that we're all coming together. Okay. It's not in your imagination. It's not just that you've hit like a little cluster of people. No, this is happening all over the world. I can already sense sort of like what happens when you first get adopted into the Christian fold, you get baptized and they tell you, now you're going to go back into the world and you're going to feel temptation and you're going to feel like you don't fit in. That's the devil trying to talk you out of your faith. He's going to attack you the most Mm -hmm. uh, when you get back. It's almost like they're preparing you when you go back to the Bible Belt or wherever you came from. It's going to feel like you're the only oddball wearing white robes in layers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I remember at church camp, they would always call it going down the hill. After this, when you go down the hill, things are different. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it just feels like, okay, hold on to this moment. Remember this community. Remember Mm -hmm, it is mm -hmm, real. mm -hmm. And there's probably something useful to that. But Okay, so they talk a little about fear and what people's biggest fear is. Now- The second most common fear, according to Twin Ray, is death. Oh, after public speaking? (laughs) The first is actually not public speaking. It is the fear of not completing the purpose that your soul incarnated for and running out of time to do it. Oh, right. Of course. Okay. All right. I felt like this was the theme at Conscious Life Expo 2023. Oh. So many speakers were talking about how a lot of you here probably don't know your purpose yet. You just Mm. know you're weird. You just know that you're different from everybody else, but you're here because something is odd about you to others, but you know it's special, and you just need to find out where to plug that into the universe. Interesting. Uh, That sounds right, and I wonder what in the zeitgeist they're putting their thumb on there. Right. I wondered that too. That tells me that there's a lot of people without purpose, without Mm -hmm. feeling ownership or, yeah, like they're part of a, well, you know, what one of our core needs is to be part of a story. So yeah, you're like, sure. what story am I part of? So yeah, interesting. Okay, no, for sure. That resonates. So I wonder where public speaking is on her list. Whenever I hear that, I feel so lucky because I do feel purposeful. But yeah, no, when you lack that feeling, it's, it's yeah. quite painful. And bees, where are bees on her list? Oh, of fears? <laughs> you <have> purposes. <laughs> um, uh, bees were not listed, surprisingly. Okay. Okay, so there's a divine potential that each of us has. I don't think that divine purpose is terribly individual. It sounds to me like the divine purpose is for all of us to sit around blissfully gawking at Twin Ray. That's interesting. At some point, probably we won't get to it in this episode, but we'll talk about this Path 11 episode that you you mentioned before. It was so good and so insightful. But that came up as a question to Shakina Ma. Miyananda Matreya Shakina, that's what she was going by back in 2017 when she did the interview. The questioner was asking her about free will and if it exists on different realms, like if angels yes. have free wills. And because she... Shakina Ma had just tossed off like, we're the only planet with free will. And then, right. and then April Hannah, the host is like, whoa, hang on, back up. Tell me about that. Yeah, big fan of April Hannah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of an evasive answer, but essentially it was, well, not like here. So Right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, okay, you're going to make me redouble back on something I just tossed <laughs> off, but okay. Yeah, April Hannah seems cool. April Hannah, get in touch. 
Okay, so in this class, we are going to go into the deeper hidden workings, the esoteric knowledge, and mm -hmm. of course, we are going to need to define the word esoteric. What is what esoteric? Is it? it just means the hidden template. I'm just curious, was this the same format where it's Sanandaji, Boy Ray talking a lot, and then Shakina Ma just ad-libbing every now and then? Yes, I would say it's still a good... 70 30 she might talk a, a little, little more, more. <laughs> okay maybe but, when they plan more in advance but it seems like she's really good at kind of stopping the conversation when a new term comes up and saying what is esoteric <laughs> she is really good at that yeah. so sorry say that definition again oh esoteric just means hidden template okay so says he. I. It's an esoteric definition, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that's true or not. But he's going to teach us esoteric teachings about the human body and how it connects energetically with the divine. That okay. took him three or four minutes to say, but sure. that's what he said. Okay, so there are a bunch of circuitry systems that interconnect in our body into the microtubules Ooh. of the cellular network okay. and our genetic network. It's all light. And when you start tapping into the technology... Is it though? Is it really all light? <laughs> the technology of your physical body. Okay. Then the spirit starts coming through you and you start living with more clarity and upholding more harmony. Man, I try to build a mental image as I hear people say things, especially yeah. something like this that has very technical sounding language or abstract sounding language. I'll try to reify it into like a mental image. So he says like the cell. So I zoom into the cell. It's mm -hmm. filled with tubes like the internet. Okay, oh, interesting. Okay. I see there's tubes connecting. It's all light. Huh, all right. Now I'm making my little tubes mm -hmm. kind of shine. Now he's talking about something that's completely in a different category and my whole model just, I don't know what to do with it. Yep, yep. Yeah, the tapping into the technology of what technology of the physical body? Yeah, it's like I get some little circuitry for a moment and then I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, totally. It feels very much like trying to put a fitted sheet on a bed where you're like, can you hold down that part? I hold down that part. Oh, it popped up. Wait, I swear we just tried it this yeah. way and it was too short. Okay, but, okay. Huh, let's put it All right, over there. If you can hold it, just hold it on the opposite <laughs> end and I'll get this part. It's like, uh, like plugging in a traditional USB. You know, you always go for the right way first and <laughs> yeah. do it wrong. It doesn't go in, so you try the other way. <laughs> that doesn't work either. Then you, you oh, this again. way again, but jiggle oh, it? it? Oh, but it jiggle it. worked this time. All right. <laughs> okay, so you can use all your past experiences to evolve more, even the times you did things that you regret. That's my summary of seven minutes. Of okay, content. great. Okay, so he says also that it's really important to begin to take full responsibility, no matter what you've done, no matter what has been done to you. Take absolute responsibility and not blame or shame or project. And they both kind of disclaim for a second here. It felt like they were kind of like, oh, I know I know, this isn't mm. easy to hear, mm -hmm. but this is an important piece of it. You're going to rush to examples that challenge this very <laughs> simple, clear, nice sounding statement that we just right. made. And we want to sit in the air without <laughs> you attacking it. So right. Keep that inside. Okay. I'll do that. Just this once. Okay. So once we have connected to the tubes sure with our dna mm -hmm. and we are which more is light it's all which light. is light and we are more evolved and our personal vibration is higher okay. we will upload our signal hmm? <laughs> to the earth mm -hmm. and that's gonna make all the pillars come together oh there's pillars got them okay <laughs> <laughs> 
during these times. Uh-huh. And we're going to radiate the transmission and gather at those strategic nodes. Ooh, okay. I, I picture a bunch of us. We're all, we're all like little ants because I'm, I'm up high in the sky, but I see us and we're going toward the pillars that are nodes. Okay. In the nodes, I assume, are those... 12 odd holy places he mentioned in other talks. Oh, interesting. Okay. And we're going to all meditate together. Once we get to those special places, we have to meditate together. That's an important piece of it. Come. Okay. This is already making me wonder if they have special places, kind of like the Ethereum Society has these 19 sacred mountains yeah. where you go and collect prayer energy or They what do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them is the Pyramid at Giza where they got married. Good. Is one Mount Shasta? <laughs> Good. Probably. Okay. One is Stonehenge. Because they talk about Lemurians. This will come up oh, later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Could very well be. Oh, sure. All these ancient megalithic sites, of You're course. You're getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Gobekli the places. Tepe, which is just fun to say. Right. I mean, what if you just went on a bunch of like dope vacations, ruins of the sky <laughs> with a plane, and then, but you turned it into spirituality? Yeah. You know? Which reminds me of one of the um, booths we stopped by at the Conscious Life Expo, a woman who was trying to sell us on these mystical vacations, yeah, which was, which was absolutely exactly this. that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That. Okay. Totally. And, and we'll only take 20 people at a time. So it's $6,000 uh-huh. and doesn't include air. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> right. So, since you were mentioning these special sites, mm-hmm. one of them is in Ashland, Oregon. What are the odds? What are the odds of this? It is right under the Twin Ray Sanctuary. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. The synchronicity. I know. That's just like the Garden of Eden being in Jackson County, Missouri, <laughs> when the Mormons were temporarily located there, <laughs> but had to remain there when they got kicked out. Huh. Maybe it's like that, and maybe it's not like that, though. Convenient. Okay. Look at that. I, well, now that you say it. Yeah. All right. Now I say it like this. Oh, oh now I do <laughs> see it. Is that the mansion that they bought? Yeah. Yes. Oh, hey, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so how can you manifest the totality of love? That's probably what you're asking yourself next, no, from what I just said. I was thinking about, maybe it's at the Shakespeare Festival, because I want to go there. But Ooh, that, that is in Ashland, isn't it? Yeah. Forgot, yeah. But okay, that's another good question. Okay, yes. How can you manifest the totality of that love, the perfection, the divinity of that love into your body, into your energy field, into your life, so that wherever you go, you're just radiating, you're just this pillar radiating love, radiating peace. That's how I want people to see me. Ross Blotcher, podcaster, radiating love everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Radiating peace. Sounds like sperm. Um, <laughs> okay, so this golden age, it starts inside. Okay. Much yes. like sperm. Always, yes. It starts inside on an inner journey. And actually, okay, I think this is worth pointing out. They seem very big on personal revelation. Okay. They want you and me to have this aha moment on our own Hmm. that matches up with their aha moment. And anybody else who's having the same aha, let's all gather together, but it should still come from you. Okay. Yeah, I think you said something key there. It needs to match up with theirs. Because we always run into this. The older 
a belief system gets, the more you have to install these little preventatives to keep other people from having personal revelation that doesn't match with yours. Exactly. Yep. So they're probably not quite there yet, but I'm guessing more Uh, of that will arise uh, as they teach more. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah. And I suspect what usually happens there is the founder really thinks if I just say connect to your inner wisdom, we're all going to come to the same conclusions because Mm -hmm. I feel it so certainly and you will too. Hmm. You know, you find out that's not how anything works right right before you know it your golden age is in the past Mm -hmm. you can only see it in the rear view okay so i want you to hear this little clip boy ray about the technology that's going to emerge during the golden age okay technology okay i'm excited uh maybe it's ai i'm a little scared okay certain technologies that are golden age tech living in resonance with a unified field so everything's actually self-generating and self-empowered through the unified field of physics which is this new incredible physics that is coming through and it's based off the 1900s quantum physics which is you know gaining such great polarity i mean great popularity that's dissolving the polarity of duality mm-hmm. so this is this is amazing yeah, because totally. even in different industries like science you know science is this universal language now that people are paying attention to and there's these quantum physicists and unified field physicists that are understanding and comprehending the universe in a simple model that just says we're all connected and it's all one. And these are brilliant, brilliant minds who happen to be very close to us and our dear ones yeah. of ours. We're very blessed to, to know many, many great scientists and, and, and spiritual scientists. Okay. And, and maybe each one of you have a, a spiritual scientist inside you that wants to wants to go deeper into this hypothesis. These are the Teslas of now, the Einsteins of now. This is very, very, very precious, precious time with these resonant technologies that are coming forth. And so when we talk about building the golden age, we're talking about building it from within, we're talking about building it on Earth, and we're talking about bringing it from what we know as our heaven onto this planet. Yeah. <laughs> question, question. Can you name yes, one Ross, scientist? <laughs> that, Einstein, Tesla, that, come no, on. No, but one that come you, on. One that you mentioned that you know that's right. currently working on right. unified field theory. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so they read a couple articles and they know that this is something that scientists are working on. Have been for a very long time. They, you know, they kind of set it up well, but it was just such a, you know, lay understanding and then tying it to something that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this quantum adoption that people love, just stick the word quantum on it and it means deep and mysterious. Yeah, the scientists will come up again, okay. and that you will be increasingly Please curious about who they are. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? And why should I believe them? Right. And it just sounds like they're. Taking credit in advance for a future scientific discovery. Mm -hmm. There we go. That's Mm -hmm. part of our template of the golden age. And I'm going to borrow the good name of the scientist I haven't even given you the name of Mm -hmm. to validate what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. You can hear on that audio also my live snickering. (laughs) That's what those laughs are. Okay. Okay. So... When you start tapping into that symphony of the soul, Ross, Mm -hmm. that symphony of spirit, internal synchronicity, you Mm. just start activating, you know, and it might be a book, it might be a person, it might be a life experience that takes you there, it doesn't matter. But here's what does matter. 
once it happens, you will find that your shadow tendencies are few and far between. Okay. And moments where your shadows come up, which I presume means you behave in a way you're ashamed of. Sure. You just love those moments into smithereens and all those aspects dissolve. Well, okay. Yeah. That sounds so nice. Yeah, yeah. Self-forgiveness, good. Do I feel great when a like a spiritual leader is talking about their self-forgiveness, I start to wonder like, well, well, hang on. Tell me about some of your shadow aspects. Sure. Are you treating your followers like shit or no? Yeah. The equivalent my mind goes to is the pastor talking about like, oh, I'm not perfect all the time too. Uh, in the parking lot the other day, I got really ticked off. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. When somebody blocked me for a moment and uh, felt the temper rising, and then I stopped myself and I realized, no, the Lord is in control. Oh my God! Just don't even tell that story if that's your I was bad story. <laughs> You're just making us all feel terrible. I was watching porn on the internet last night. I can't use that. <laughs> Let's I, use I... the parking lot story. <laughs> In my mid-20s, I dated this guy who I'm still friends with, who you played a board game with once at my birthday party. Anyway, one time I asked him, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And he immediately, he had it like top of mind. This man is like 35 at this point. And he's like, okay, I'm going to tell you. Yeah? When I was in third grade, I cheated at chess. Really? And that was it? That was it. And he started describing the method by which he cheated at chess with another person in third grade wow and i was like i'm so sorry i asked i don't want to know this is the worst thing you've ever done i feel like shit right now. yeah no kidding <laughs> and he felt so bad that i felt like i needed to comfort him because he'd like gotten this thing off his chest okay well clearly he'd been waiting <laughs> you just you opened the floodgates i was the woman i was the one to tell and you just told the whole world <laughs> At least you haven't. At least you haven't named him. A guy that Ross played a board game with. Oh, a board game! Did he cheat? I wonder if he won. I don't remember. You played the Left Behind board game with him. (gasps) Oh, that was you won. That was fun. Yeah, well, he probably cheated. Everybody wins in that game, even when Nikolai Carpathian wins. That's the name of the beast. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a name. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) I love this line from Girl Ray. Once you get to a certain point, everything just makes perfect sense. I'm thinking, no, girl. Hmm. Well, maybe to her. Yeah, maybe to her. If you have a ascended master, a spiritual walk-in, come in and take over yeah. your body, I'm sure at some point everything makes sense. Okay, touche. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then Boy Ray says that sometimes people think that this all sounds too good to be true. Yes. But they have a response. Okay. Sometimes people feel like that sounds too good to be true. What about if we reframe that and say that's it's actually too good not to be true? Wow, what a flex. <laughs> It's too good not to be true. Those are words and you can say them. That feels like insight for a few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call a deepity. Yep, yep. Okay. So you're going to want to start purifying your thoughts after you've... What's up? What are you squinting? No, I'm purifying my thoughts. Okay, You're going to want to start purifying your thoughts once you've, you know, done this course. That's that's where you're going to start is with uh, purifying your thoughts. And you're going to want to dispel yourself of the myth that you're going to find happiness through material goods. True happiness comes from intention and right action. 
fine. <laughs> so the people who live in a mansion and drive around in a Escalade or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that too. And sell, you know, three thousand three hundred thirty-three dollar trinkets. Yeah, this false dichotomy is always so annoying to me because, like, there's a certain amount of material security you mm-hmm. need before you can think about anything else. Right. That's really low on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You right. gotta have basic sustenance or you're gonna spend all your time trying to find Worrying it. Worrying about that. Yeah. And it'll fill up your whole brain. And yes, once you have that point, mm-hmm. yep, your brain can get in the way. Things can seem worse than they are. Yeah. All true. All true. There's another point at which it's diminishing returns. It no longer adds to your overall happiness. Totally. So these are both true, but like when you just are talking to a stranger on a screen, you don't know whether I have $2 or $2 million. And both rules aren't going to apply very well. That's a really good way of saying it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So Boy Ray asks us during the meditation at the end what we can do to bring about the golden age. And one of his suggestions is to begin a physical detox. Okay. Which a person can do with the supplements on their stuff. Every, every now and then he'll swerve and go really specific, really mm-hmm. concrete. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, I, A, I'm appreciative of this non-abstraction. Yeah. But B, you kind of surprised me. I just wasn't ready for it. And C, is it $88 on your website? <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, so now we are at part two of the class. It's harmony time, baby. Okay. (laughs) Part two of this class, we start out by learning that we are currently in harmony time, and probably we can all feel it. Can you just feel how everybody's getting along? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I'm going to provisionally be there. Okay, okay, that's fair. Wait for the good things to come. That's fair. It's one of those things that... Anytime you like ask people, how's America doing? How's the world doing? (laughs) Everybody's like bad because it feels weird to be like, well, generally good. If you really look at the long arc of history, it's actually good. But okay, well, since there was a well-televised murder yesterday, bad, you know, I don't know. It's good point. If you ask, how would you summarize the general flavor of the age? I wouldn't say harmony. Harmony. Yeah, yeah. It feels wrong. But I mean, there's no flavor of an age. That's what it really is. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Let's take a moment and step back to 2017, because that was really the significant moment when things shifted. That was part of the seven-year cycle, right? Oh, you're getting it. Yes. So as you know, Boy Ray and Girl Ray, also known as Twin Ray, got married together in a sarcophagus at the Pyramid of Giza (laughs) in 2017. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that was because the ley lines, which are also called dragon lines, if they are harmonized in a certain way... (laughs) Those had been energized in 2017 such that... Everybody following? (laughs) Such that these two people could unite and it would set off a worldwide revolution. Which they are slowly affecting from Ashland, Oregon. That's right. And seems like only seven people showed up for the Zoom call. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So he's going to give us some history of who they are and how they got here so that he can sort of increase our confidence in listening to them as purveyors of truth. That sounds actually like what I would want to know. Tell me more about totally, yourself totally. and your journey. Are you going to be forthright about this? Why didn't we start here? But okay, I'll take it wherever it comes. Okay, so he tells us, and this is the first time I've gotten this information, that his bloodline is Australian Aboriginal First Nation. Okay, That's a claim. That is a claim, yes. And he mentions that the Aboriginal Australians, certain tribes, believe that there are song lines that are similar to ley lines. You sing into these like energetic rivers in the ground and it has some sort of 
cosmic effect. Okay. I, I looked this up. This does seem to be at least an accepted aspect of certain pieces of this culture. Okay. Okay. Whether he's a part of that culture, another question. Because we still don't know who this guy is. Okay. Yeah, right. He's not very forthcoming about it. In fact, it feels like he's gone to great lengths to obscure. It sure does. His background. It sure does. Uh, but he wasn't talking about Nadi here. Because he did in my talk, that, oh. which means rivers. It was just another way of referring to kind of the same phenomena. I'm not ready to say Twin Ray didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, totally <laughs> but fair. did I note it? No. It's so easy to brush over big things with this guy. Totally. So the reason that his ancestry matters is because DNA is pretty much folded space-time. Okay. Mm, no. It's full of records. It's full of echoes yes. of your ancestors. Yes. Sure. Metaphorically, sure. Yeah, well, I mean, quite literally. Yeah. Echoes? Yeah. Me- <laughs> it bounces off and comes back. <laughs> it's a poetic way of saying, but I could yeah. see I could see Richard Dawkins saying something like sure. that in one of his books, like yeah, yeah, River yeah. Out of Eden. Metaphorically, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, but... It's, it's useful. I yeah, think. but... Right in the same sentence as folded space time, I start to think you're being a little more literal. Uh, about yeah, it. folded space time. What is, what are you doing with that? <laughs> Nothing useful. Okay, so from here he started talking about those different nodes and the pyramid of Giza where he married Girl Ray. Okay. So he says you have to understand that the pyramid sits on a category four energy current. Oh, there's categories. Yes. This reminds me of Father Ted where there was a class two holy relic. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So up until 2017, the category four was one of the strongest, most powerful and most potent energies available on the planet. Up until when? Up until 2017. Oh, okay. When they got married. I think they bumped humanity into... And a they, level higher. They surpassed the pyramid as one of these most potent class four energy vortex whatevers. Yes. Category four energy current. That's almost rude because the pyramids have been there for like, you know, 5,000 years. And now you're like. And they were the officiant at your wedding. Demoting them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, come on. Okay. This was your venue. Okay. So what has surpassed them? Them. Twin Ray. Twin Ray has surpassed them. <laughs> Humility is not a vibe I get from these folks. (laughs) The day that we came together in Egypt while we were in Giza was the day that the twin lines arrived on the planet, the cosmic dragon lines, and they're a hundred times bigger than the category four. A hundred times bigger? Uh (gasps) Uh-huh. Two orders of magnitude. 400. Uh, Yeah. Is it a logarithmic scale? We got to call him. Yeah. So the dragon lines travel in pairs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Say, mm-hmm. And. Yes. (laughs) That's correct. And they came together and did some sort of energetic dance that created this special portal. And they do often refer to the grid work that they did there in Egypt. Yes. Very important service work for the world. Right. Yep. Whoo, 2017, big year. Yes. So you're probably wondering, what did that work consist of? Well, they personally experienced in the king's chamber of the pyramid at Giza, a portal that literally opened up while they were laying in the sarcophagus together. Who let them lay in the sarcophagus? So I've looked at Where are the Egyptian authorities? (laughs) 
I've looked into this, and the king's chamber is this one little part of the pyramid. Yeah. People can just, like, take tours to go in it. Oh, yeah. And there is a... Billy Carson talked about it extensively and showed a photo and had, oh, okay. had a whole story about energy emissions and the lid blowing off of the same sarcophagus. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I've seen the sarcophagus, and I... There's so much bullshit about ancient history online that it's yes. so hard to find up. But people whose, I don't know, tone and approach seemed more reasonable to me okay. were saying, well, we actually don't even know if this is a sarcophagus. We just huh. know that it's a coffer. It could have held many kinds of things. Okay. Here are some other things it might have held. Might okay. be, who knows? Um, could have been a buffet. <laughs> it probably was a buffet. Yeah. Also, I really love this moment because it kind of gave me this little peek into Girl Ray where I was like, oh, you really love him. You're like, you're really bragging about the little things you do together and how Aww. special it is because she says, while we were laying in the sarcophagus and he's like, yeah. And then she says, together. <laughs> it just really felt like she was like, well, let me have this moment. You're my sweetheart. This sounds very consistent with other little moments I've seen between them. Okay. Where she will add on this little bit of intimacy to what he just said. Mm -hmm. And then he'll kind of laugh a little bit and agree with what she said. It's so interesting because she feels like the energetic juice of the experience to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm kind of glued to her face, okay. to kind of how she's talking, but he's got all the material. Yeah. You know? And you never know what'll come out of her face. <laughs> it's so true. Okay, here's that. It's uh, a Linda Moulton Howe callback. Occurred. And what we experienced, uh, us personally, um, in the king's chamber was a portal that literally opened up. Well, we were laying in the sarcophagus. Yeah. Together. So. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Um, As I was saying. <laughs> okay, a This old battle axe keeps getting in my way. A portal literally opened up. Yes. Okay, what are and, we doing and with this portal? presumably closed, or else <laughs> let's just go back. Yeah, okay, but what happened? Did they go through the portal? What was the portal there for? And that's a really good question. What was on the not other covered. side of this portal? Not covered. <laughs> you think that'd be important? All <laughs> it's right. not. It's actually not. So there you go. The only time that these portals have opened up in this way before was when Atlantis was erected and hadn't gone through its catastrophic collapse. That and then the marriage of Twinray. Okay. Would you say that was during the golden age of Atlantis? I think so. And that it declined yeah. thereafter? I and that is why it's no longer here? Oh, yeah. Sure. The peak. Yeah. So interesting. You're getting it. Interesting timing here. We haven't hit our peak yet. Your brains already... have forced some associations <laughs> and they're coherent. I've got to say, after listening to their talks more and more, I am getting a picture of what yep. they're getting at. Like, yep. I don't feel like they sit down every time and they just say, ah, let's see what we can riff on. They do have kind yes. of a little theology that they've built up. And they stick to it and for the most part. And it's jargony. So if you start to understand, oh, I get how he's using this word. Yeah. And the next time you hear that word, it slides by yeah. you easier. Right. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I do know what happened with the portal. Oh, okay. Literally, they saw a pool open up. And everybody likes to go to the pool. Everybody wants to go to the pool. And as that pool opened up, we could see through just like a dimensional blend, a window into another adjacent world. Okay. And they could see a builder race. A builder race. Okay, yeah. A bunch of people who make things. Yeah. Maybe made the pyramid. A civilization. Yeah, that would make sense given their location. And in this part, she keeps sort of like interrupting him with little details and he seems to be getting increasingly annoyed by it. I love those little moments where you sense uh, subtle irritation. Yeah. Because it does happen. That was definitely happening here. Then they looked at each other. Mm. Boy Ray and Girl Ray. 
and they gave each other this look that was just an acknowledgement, this piercing look inside both of their eyes of what was happening, and they didn't have to even speak on it. Okay. Flash forward six months. Okay, this is just such an absurd mental image. They're in this chamber, lying in the sarcophagus. I don't know. I kind of have her on top. I don't know how they're like (laughs) working this out. But then small this portal pops up and (laughs) you look you look through it, you see a pool and a bunch of people building stuff. Are they (laughs) building the pool? And and then they look over at the portal, then they look down at each other and just kind of like Hell yeah, buddy. Nodding their head subtly. I get it. (laughs) I get it, you get it. I saw it, you saw it. You saw the pool with the builders, right? Oh, I saw them. Is that really all there is to the story? What, they didn't walk through the portal? They didn't find themselves in Narnia? Well, they did get an instant telepathic communication. Okay. The content of which was a recognition that now is the time, the moment of the Golden Age returning to this planet, and that the gods have been waiting for these two, these two people, to initiate it. Like, they really are saying they're, like, the messiahs. Big deal, yeah. Yeah. Okay, big if true. Big if true. Now, let's flash forward six months. So it turns out that six months after this, they made a friend. And that friend is a scientist. Scientist is unnamed. But they, they happened to be telling her, I believe it was a woman, this story. And she said... Wait, 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 what what date was that? I love that they're invisible armying scientists. (laughs) Totally, yep. And she says, wait, date, did this all happen? And they say, the date. And then she's like, oh, oh my gosh, that was the exact date that the cosmic dragon lines became activated on Earth. Whoa. And it seems to me like that was the moment when they retroactively were like, oh, Mm. we saw that. I saw that. Did you say, oh, we gave each other that knowing look. Mm. Yes, Mm. I remember your knowing look. Well, we never talked about it. Well, that's true. For six months, we thought it was irrelevant. Yeah. But now I'm remembering we looked at each other. (laughs) And what was the date that they were matching? Something the scientist said that had happened? The scientist said that there was a specific date that the cosmic dragon lines became activated on Earth. And it happened to be the exact date <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing. sarcophagus. Sounds like the kind of thing a scientist would say. They looked at each other. A scientist has no name. Okay. I don't believe it. I'm just going to say it. I don't believe it. Oh, you don't even believe that the scientist exists? Yeah, I'm, I don't think... Either it wasn't a scientist or they okay, didn't sure. or that person didn't say that okay. or they, they made up the aspect of like the date that they looked at each other. Some ah. pe- some piece of the story yeah. has been fabricated. Okay, okay. In my estimation. I would suspect that the lady did say the thing, but she's a scientist in the way that the people on ancient pyramid shows are scientists. Right. And then they said, Ah yes, I remember. We looked at each other. Yeah, someone who has chosen the term of scientist for themselves and Twin Ray has accepted it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of shifting that's happening now. You're probably noticing that the old guard is going away in spirituality and the new guard is here. Well, that's because the old guard is making way for the new gods and the new systems and the new governance. I can already sense them having fun with the similarity of the words God and guards. Oh, sure. Yeah, they probably did. But that's all dissolving as we move through this new collective thing. All right. Okay? And basically, there's this purification that's happening on such a mass level 
that before it was only happening in these pockets around the world, but now it's happening, you know, with vibrancy and we should hop on board. It's accelerating. Yeah. Yeah. Things are changing. They're changing fast. That's definitely their consistent messaging, but unable to be evaluated at this time. And that's it. Okay. That was my class. And that was their whole like... This is who we are and where we come from and why you should be listening to us. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't presented up top. Okay, but but it sounded like that was the question they were trying to address in that second portion. He said it. He said at 30 minutes into the second class, he said, we wanted to share a little bit of our personal journey to just give you some validity of what and why we're holding the Golden Age Prophecy Series. Okay, I'm considering myself slightly unsatisfied. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. But that was it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. You're uh, you're partway through your journey. But you know how else you can achieve enlightenment? By connecting with and protecting animals. Yes. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was looking at you really intently. Yeah, we're probably some kind of ray. Yeah, probably. Probably. Definitely twin flames. J- Jimmy Ray. <laughs> totally. Stingray. Link uh- Ray. <laughs> Sugar Ray. (laughs) The reason that I bring up your spiritual evolution and you brought up animals is because Legal Impact for Chickens has bought a Jumbotron in this year episode. Fantastic. Are you familiar with this group, Ross? I wasn't before this Jumbotron. Okay. Well, I was because you know what? The founder is my friend, Aline Anello. Who is a longtime listener, listens to every single episode, and she is a badass lawyer who defends animals in court. Well, hello, Aline. She's great, and she has a nonprofit called Legal Impact for Chickens. That's great. Yes. I'm getting the sense that Legal Impact for Chickens is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to making factory farm cruelty a liability. Yes, I was sending you that message with my eyes, yes. It's amazing, this works. This is so sweet. I'm glad <laughs> you took this class. <laughs> they wrote, we would like to thank Carrie for always pointing out that animals can do more than people sometimes give them credit for. That's really sweet. So they were pointing out that people often say humans are the only animals that blank without mm-hmm. any particular reason to know that, and, right? And then Carrie erupts and says, how do you know? How do you know that? Have you been a duck? Um <laughs> They point out that chickens appear to be able to feel pain, fear, and joy, just like other animals. So you can support birds and this great nonprofit by going to legalimpactforchickens.org. It's a great URL. Check it out. Why wouldn't you go to- What's your problem? Why wouldn't you go there? Legalimpactforchickens.org. None of those are hard to spell. No, you have no excuse. So go there. Nancy. Yeah, go there now, Kevin. God. I also uh, must say- Aline bought this Jumbotron months ago, mm-hmm. and then we saw it roll in, and I was like, you know what? I haven't bought a Legal Impact for Chickens t-shirt yet. I'm going to go do that, and hey. I did, and I texted Aline. I said, hey, I bought your shirt, and Aline is the bubbliest person you have ever met. So I get this audio message back that was like, Gary, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. That is so amazing. I can't believe you bought our shirt. This is the coolest thing that could have possibly happened. She's just, she's who you want fighting for chickens because she's just indefatigable. (laughs) Whatever level of energy Twin Ray are trying to get you to, it sounds like it's south of your friend Aline. Exactly. Follow Aline for spiritual enlightenment. (laughs) Alignment. Um, Well, that's good. (laughs) Well done. But you could also just start a website. It's another way to 
reach oh, spiritual enlightenment. My goodness, Twin Ray has a website. Legal mm-hmm. Impact for Chickens has a website. Yeah. How do they do that, Carrie? How do you get a website? Wow, you're really behind the times, but I will explain it. Yeah. You go to one of these special website building websites. Name one. Squarespace.com. Oh, that was easy. You had that right on your fingertips. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. So if you want to stand out with like a beautiful website, you don't want an ugly creepo one and you want it to perform well and you want to sell stuff, this is what you want. It's squarespace.com. Oh, okay. Can you create pro-level videos with very little effort? Yeah, I would say it's effortless. You can be asleep. That's impressive. Can you add online booking and scheduling for, I don't know, classes or sessions? Totally. You have to be awake. Okay. But they will do it. Yep. And every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite, suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among your search results. The guides. Yes. But these are real oh my guides. God, yeah. Useful guides. Okay, Squarespace. Well, you've sold me. I want to get a website, but I want to support this podcast in Makes the sense. process. So how do I how do I do that, smart gal? Oh, well, thank you for concerning yourself with that. That's a good way to support us. I like to be a good citizen. I appreciate that. Of the podcast diverse well you can head to squarespace.com slash oh no for a free trial and then when you're ready to launch you'll use the offer code oh no o-h-n-o to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain squarespace better than being in a sarcophagus Hmm, probably ross i see your shoes are on the table yeah <laughs> that, that's only happened for one reason <laughs> i swear i don't normally do that it's because they are rothies oh Oh, very nice. I see the little blue band on the back. Total giveaway. I was giving a tour this morning and I thought, I want to look nice. I'm Mm going to wear my Rothy's. Okay. And did anyone mention them? No, but they didn't mention that I didn't look nice. Hey, there you go. Problem solved. There you go. That's thinking like Twin Ray. (laughs) Rothy's are great shoes. They make... Lots of different kinds, lots of different styles, Mm -hmm. but most importantly, they're durably designed so you can keep them in your closet longer, pop them into the washing machine when they need refreshing, Yeah, and they're just always good to go. But also, they're freaking cute. Absolutely. I've got two pairs myself. My wife has two pairs, and the other day- I also have two pairs. Whoa. Whoa. See, you'll want two pairs as well. You may already have some, Mm -hmm. and you're like, you know what? I need to complete my collection. The other day, oh, we were going to visit Ian. Yeah, he was in town. Ian Kramer, hey Ian, and his family. And they were at a park nearby. And so Cara and I were getting dressed and we were both wearing green shirts, very similar green and blue jeans. That's common. But we were also both wearing black Rothy's shoes. Nice. And uh, we're like, whoa, look at us. Did Drew go with you, your son Drew? He did not. He, He was working on a project. Okay. Well, I hope he was wearing the family attire. And then Ian's wife, Haley, was wearing a green shirt as well. So we're like, Ian, you didn't get the memo. (laughs) Anyways, we look classy together when we're wearing our Rothy's. Nice. Yeah, they really are great shoes. And our favorite thing about them is that they're made out of refuse. Yeah, things that would be thrown away, plastic bottles, they are taken, they are repurposed and made into a thread that Mm -hmm. makes these awesome shoes that just kind of naturally are 
very weather resistant mm-hmm. and kind uh, of pliable. Mm-hmm. They're more soft. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, soft. They don't right out of the box. They don't cut into your feet as much. Totally, no band aids. Well, I don't know. I've never done that before, but sometimes mm-hmm. I see people wearing band aids. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those band aid uh, okay. people. Thin skin on the old heel. Gotcha. Well, uh, yeah, these seem to be really comfortable right out the box. So re-energize your spring look with Rothy's vibrant shoes and bags and an irresistible range of bright hues. Thank you, Shakina Ma. All Rothy's shoes and bags are sustainably made with their signature thread spun from single-use plastic bottles over 158 million and counting. You can even say over at that point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The best-selling lightweight tote is made with approximately 618 grams of ocean-bound marine plastic. Isn't it crazy how many bottles and ocean-bound plastic there is and are out there? It's disturbing, but I'm glad to hear their shoes now. Absolutely. So to get those stylish and sustainable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash oh no. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash oh no. Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? When you look around a room of people, do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month? Have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person? Us too. She's Alexis B. Preston. She's Ella McLeod. And we host Comfort Creatures, the show where you can't talk about your pets too much, animal trivia is our love language, and dragons are just as real as dinosaurs. Tune in to Comfort Creatures every Thursday on Maximum Fun. And finally, Ross, what do you think of Kin Euphorics, a functional beverage for modern rituals? Perfectly functional. Yeah. I mean, it's liked my thirst. It was $4. Now what do you think? Oh, oh no. This is an... <laughs> This is an eight ounce can, so smaller than the average can. No bad would not do again. Four dollars. You really? Wow, you went all the way to no bad would not do again. <laughs> you flipped me. Well, not yeah. for four dollars. Yeah, not worth it. It's. I would say this is a solid two dollar item. Even that's pushing it, but okay. Yeah, fair. It was good though. Oh, good. Thank you, and it was My free. Pleasure. Free for me. I did first look for a lemonade for you, a thing you'd actually want. No lemonade. Well, this is better than the time you got me charcoal lemonade. <laughs> that was so gross. So we're making progress. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. All right. Well, I think we have just enough time to cover this podcast we keep talking about. It's a podcast about a podcast now. Yeah, yeah. You can find it on your own and listen to this interview. It's great. It really is. I, I fully endorse it. Carrie told me about this Path Eleven podcast. And this was one of their older episodes, well, from 2017, which I think is telling because, A, that was a very important year, as we've learned. Mm-hmm. And B, this was an early version of Shakina Ma. Ma. Yep. And in fact, the episode was titled The Divine Mother, and she was credited as Miananda Matreya Shakina. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Divine Mother, they call her a lot at this point. This podcast is is a spiritualist podcast, like the host is a believer in spiritualist matters, but she also is aware that a big part of her audience is a little skeptical of big claims, and she walks this tightrope through this interview Mm -hmm. where she is open, but she is really asking for explanation and even the edge of evidence at certain points. She's interested in the answer, she's paying attention, and she'll ask for specifics, where Mm -hmm. normally... You just kind of, to be polite, you let the person go with the, the vagueness they've given you. <laughs> Normally, you the listener, you the, you the normal person, 
Yes, not you. They carry. And she would ask these really pointed questions. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Great. How many of that thing? And yeah. then on multiple occasions, Shakina Ma would be kind of stuck and floundering like, ah, uh, well, no one's ever asked me that. These are things we don't talk about. Oh, the guides are laughing that you asked that because no one else gives a shit. Yeah. So like you said, April Hannah, who is the interlocutor here, she clearly was a believer. And when Shakina Ma like, does her healing later, she's saying, oh, yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling my DNA being reorganized. I was giving it like numbers on a one to 10 scale. So she was on board. But the way she was pushing back, I thought was delicious. And yeah. also, it gave us a lot of insight, I think, mm-hmm. which is why we're mentioning it here, into Miyananda Matreya Shakina, a.k.a. Shakina Ma, a.k.a. Mia Therese Deutschel. Deutschel. So this caught her a lot closer to her origin and like kind of just after she had met and married Sananda G, Akasha Boy Sananda, Ray. Boy Ray. And her accent is very different. Yes. So that's... I think the most notable thing is because she's already saying that she is an inhabited body taken over by this great spiritual being, but she's not talking like this. She's not talking like this. Instead, she's just talking like somebody from Florida who moonlights in Southern California. So at 33 years old, I went through what I have come to call and understand as a death initiation where um, my previous physical manifestation that prepared the body uh, and had a full-on human experience was exchanged so that um, so that I may enter into a multi-dimensional consciousness in full presence. And also remember that according to later interviews, she has not been able to access her past self since her walk-in in 2010. Yes. So when did the accent go away? Yeah, you have to ask what happened between then and now that made her slow her talking down and go into this exaggerated speech pattern. If you had been shown how to live in that true divine nature in all moments. And again, just to review for the listener, she says that she developed a rare strain of meningitis. Mm -hmm. She was... I presume put into a medically induced coma. That's how the story sounds. But I think she just says she was in a coma for 10 days. And then she had a death initiation during that 10-day coma and came out a new spirit. Okay. Yeah, so the host has her talk through that story a bit. I also just have to highlight from the description, one line really stood out to me. Through Miyananda's presence... Numerous spontaneous healings have been reported all over the world. Perfect. Numerous. Numerous. All over the world. I'd love to meet just one of those people. Absolutely. Give us one scientist. No, actually two. You you use plural. I want to meet mm. two scientists that have said these things that you've said they've said. And yeah, I'd like to hear about these healings all over the world. But yeah, this gave us also some insight into her budding theology as she presented it. And she doesn't use that term. And in fact, April kind of presses her on that. It sounds like you're sort of inventing like a new doctrine almost. Yeah, yeah. Trying not to say religion here. (laughs) Right. And it's, I would say, mostly compatible with kind of what we're hearing from her now. But it sounded like she was a little more of a solo act at the time. She hadn't yet formed Twin Ray. That wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, this is 
interesting. The timing is kind of confusing that way. Especially if we're going on the theory that we've talked about here, that they kind of backdated some of this. Mm-hmm. I think this might be sort of after they've met each other. Mm-hmm. She's maybe adopting some of his talking points. He's clearly influencing her. I feel like he's been doing this thing a little longer than she has at this point. Yeah. And then, again, just supposition at this point, they are then sort of backdating this origin story. What date was this interview? November 21st, 2017. Okay, so it Late was it was 2 months after the earliest Twin Ray Instagram post as okay. Twin Ray. Okay. And I'll just mention like when they gave the ways to follow her, see her posts and updates, there was a Facebook page, facebookcom Shakina. That's gone now. Great thing to memorize and have to plug into a URL. Oh yeah, cuz Matre, even I have to really stop and think. Yeah. And, and there's multiple spellings too. Yep. And then she had an Instagram, but like it was given through a deskgram.org URL. Huh. That site doesn't even exist anymore, but she had Mianonda888. She loves the repeating numbers. Okay. That's gone. And then she had a website, Mianonda.com, also gone. Oh, man. And so, you know, I tried all three of those in, in the Wayback machine. Way machine. Only Mianonda.com was I able to find. Well, I don't think I've been to this one. Show me. Oh, I see her beautiful eyes. So I found two different versions of the homepage. Okay. And unfortunately, her bio page was never archived. Okay. So I wasn't able to find that one. But it changed a little bit from late July 2017 and April 2018. And then it went down in 2019 and never came back. Okay. Oh, interesting. I guess she decided I'm going all in on this twin ray thing. Right. I would agree. That seems to make sense. So it's kind of longish, but I'll, I'll read it for you. This was the original from 2017 before the interview. I was going to use the, uh, the Mianonda voice, the hello, dear ones, and welcome. But that's not how she'd be talking then. Oh, right. It's yeah. Just normal lady. Yeah, I mean, a little slowed down, a little soft, but yeah, and no accent. Yeah, and this or American accent, and rather, the speed no of it. Yeah, accent. it just sounded like a you know person mm-hmm. you would meet at your book club. An American. Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Mianonda.com, a branch in the tree of flower of life multidimensional <laughs> healing. Okay, I already need you to slow down. <laughs> a branch in the tree. Yeah. Of life of interdimensional healing? In the tree of flower of oh my God. <laughs> multidimensional healing. Okay. Was that, is that too many okay. prepositions yeah. for you? Okay, I'm already out. But okay, I'm going to try to <laughs> crawl back in. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like there's a business there. Flower of life, multidimensional healing. Oh, okay. And she is oh, one I of see. the branches. <laughs> okay. Through this heart portal, you are being embraced, blessed, held, activated, and seen... Okay, thank you. Through the eyes of love and truth. I am Mianonda Matreya Shakina, and I am what you would call the Divine Mother. Oh, okay. Straight up, dude. I am truly blessed to connect with you and with all my children again. Within this body, I hold the codes for creation, and I am here to share them and activate them with you. Within these codes, there are records, records of this earth and beyond. I am a holder of the earth records of your individual and collective records, and at the moment your energy is shared with me, they become open to read. Okay. At this time, a healing program is being calibrated uniquely for you. Me, the reader. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. For your heart, your mind, your body, your organs, your subconscious, for your beautiful spirit, and your soul. 
It is initiated and specifically coded to open your heart, clear your karma, remove all physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual traumas. Mm, trauma. Bring your body into balance. Instill hope in your hearts, take you home, and set you free. Beloved hearts, it is deemed time to return and set you free from the chains that have bound you and released you from carrying misbeliefs that are equally as constraining for your spiritual freedom. Upon reading these words, you are very likely asking, who is Miyananda? Is Miyananda able to help facilitate this healing and activation within me? I am asking that. I love this line. The answer may quite possibly be yes. The answer is always possibly yes. <laughs> At this time, you are being invited to take a deep breath. <laughs> Probably not the breath she pictured. Sink into your chair and into the deepest recesses of your body. What? Take notice of your breath, of your precious heartbeat. Empty your thoughts. I'm just going to say you can breathe out now. I think you're... No? Okay. Empty your thoughts and allow yourself to be taken on a journey. <laughs> it may seem... I just knew I didn't have time for the journey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're getting there, but it may seem external, but in fact, it is a deeper inner journey of internal activation, ancient sacred wisdom, instant healing... An invitation to wholeness and recreation of self. It is the breath of spirit. Airlines. <laughs> a path to universal a path to universal love and an entry to the sacred altar of your heart. It is, in bold, the way of the high heart through the mother, the moon, and the mystery. And then there's a portal to enter here. Oof. Okay, so first I gotta know. She got her money, her undisclosed amount of money. From Spirit Airlines in 2014. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Just every time she's saying spirit after 2014, I have to wonder <laughs> if she's thinking like, hey, hey spirit. spirit. Wow. Okay, that was hard to follow. No kidding. Okay, but in the next version of her site from 2018, okay. this time she mentions Sananda okay. and her twin Ray. So you want to read this one? Okay. Some similarities, but some differences. Blessings on high, my earth angels, for it is a great honor to meet you. Through this heart portal, you are seen and deeply embraced through the eyes of love and truth. I am Shekinah, a celestial being sent into this body vessel directly from source. As part of my journey, I have been incarnated from the high heavens to assist in healing and vanquishing the suffering and disease of this world, oftentimes reflected in unhealed aspects that may lie within you. My beloveds, as a divine mother incarnate consciousness, I am one who holds the codes for creation within my being. Within these codes there are records, records of this earth and beyond. The moment you choose to share you energy with me, they become open to read and most importantly to clear. This is the great rejoicing to enter into the golden eon. It is now deemed time to enter this celebrated moment in your earth history and bring forth with my beloved twin ray, divine father Sananda, the immortal teachings of liberation, setting you free from the chains that have bound you in the last several thousand years of learning through suffering. It is God's divine decree that the time for suffering is ending and the new golden eon is commencing. Soon it shall be aligned for all to learn through joy, peace, and love. 
the time has come for your liberation from carrying misbeliefs that are equally as constraining for the celebration of your joy through your earned spiritual freedom. This is, in part, why we have come, and my great honor and mission to assist in releasing the illusion of darkness within you and the greater collective, as we have been in preparation with Source for countless lifetimes for this moment, it is true joy, love, and wellness are your God-given birthrights. In this now, you are being invited to take a deep breath, sink into your chair, and into the deepest recesses of your body. Take notice of your breath, of your precious heartbeat. Empty your thoughts and surrender yourself to the arms of Divine Mother Love. Please enter here. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, she changed that quite a bit. And those two versions of the website were kind of on opposite ends of this interview. Mm. And uh, it seemed like, well, A, Boy Ray had come into her life. They'd come up with the Twin Ray title. They'd probably, I don't have the timeline completely ironed out, but they'd moved to San Diego at some point together. Mm. And it feels like they're starting to like figure out how they can form a business together. And mm. at some point around 2019, this website of her own feels redundant. And then at some point, her own Facebook page feels redundant. She kind of co-ops his. They change it to include both of them mm. in the name. It's just, it's an interesting progression. How much of this do you think is a folie à deux? Explain folie à deux. Oh, where two people work themselves into a shared delusion. <sighs> like it sort of bounces off you to me to you to me and builds and builds and builds and we convince each other of okay. it. Which it certainly happens. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, this is just purely my reading of the situation yeah, thus sure, far. Sure, uh, I'm inviting speculation. Yeah, sure. t take it for what it's worth. I'm picturing they met, fell in love, started a relationship. He had already been giving talks on the circuit. He had kind of a spiel. I'm guessing she was kind of interested in all of the spirituality. That's why she came out to Egypt. But I'm guessing the tutelage kind of went from him to her. I think so too, yeah. And that they realized, oh, we can do this together. Maybe like he had already kind of gotten her up and going with this Miananda, Shakina, Maitreya thing. Yeah. Encouraged her to legally change her name. And then realized like, oh, we could be doing this together. And this would be like a much more powerful thing. Let's figure out how we're going to do it and form it. And then they got the right registered trademarks and formed Twin Ray, decided to move to Ashland, Oregon from their place in San Diego. They did that, got a sweet deal on this mansion, and the rest is history. You're kind of positing almost 0% folly idea, which is fine. I'm, uh, yeah. Um, I can totally see that version of events. It's, yeah, I don't think it's like I, cynical or anything. I don't see them as shut eyes. I mm -hmm. see them as being kind of aware of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's my mental picture. I keep kind of vacillating. The other version that I can imagine is she really was in a medically induced coma. She really did come out with some psychotic traits. She really does remember those things. Okay. And when he kind of suggests this stuff to her, she's like, yeah, oh, my God, that totally makes sense. Okay. And then on top of that, you layer in some playing along and stuff. Yeah. I keep thinking of this thing that a source said to me for a different project. Used this phrase to me, performative psychosis. Mm. And she was saying to me like, I've experienced psychosis. 
I know that I live on like the edge of that experience, but I also think that it's my responsibility to know that about myself mm-hmm. and to like take seriously what other people have discovered about psychosis and about reality. And like, that's my responsibility in this picture. Yeah. And that, I, that f- not everybody can be held to that standard. Right. I feel like that's an unusual response and requires a certain amount of awareness, A, of, you know, like the scientific literature and kind of what the explanations for those sensations are. Mm-hmm. And then B, just the resolve to kind of hold that state in your mind and see everything through that lens. It reminds me of the people we've heard from who found out about sleep paralysis before they experienced it. And then were able to say, okay, this is really freaking scary, Mm -hmm. but I know this is my brain doing this and Mm -hmm. that it's a thing Mm -hmm. that I feel these presences in my room or see these shapes in the corners watching me or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, and we probably will never know. And in my view of all this, a lot of that backdating is happening around then where Mm -hmm. they're saying, okay, well, let's use my coma because that was a big deal in my life. Let's say that's where I had this big transformation Mm -hmm. and that the spirit entered me, the walk-in, and then let's also kind of backdate and reimagine the story of our union. Yeah. So. It's so interesting because the first time we saw them, I remember thinking like, oh, I bet they're sincere. And then I talked to you at lunch and you were like, what? No. And then the <laughs> next time I saw them, I was like, oh, no. And now I see this totally as insincere. Yeah. And then like the next time I watched after that, I was like, no, I think these people mean it. I just really fly back and forth with them. Yeah. Well, and to your question of the folie du, I did have a sensation as I saw them the first time we were in that room with them. And he was doing most of the talking. I was kind of picturing this relationship where she's just sort of the the wing woman. She's support- yeah, totally. chiming in every now and then, doesn't have a ton of original contribution. And then at one point, she really did kind of dive deep in it. And she was, you know, she was taking the lead in that moment. And I thought, oh, you're like Kim Wexler. I had the same kind of realization when I was watching Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. Because I watched all of Breaking Bad, and Mm -hmm. then I watched Better Call Saul. I don't know why you won't watch Breaking Bad. It's really good. No, I did watch Breaking Bad. I don't know why you won't watch Better Call Saul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, since this, I'm not watching it. It's so weird. (laughs) Do you like political books? No, not a big fan. I'm a big fan, but I end up reading a lot of them. (laughs) So in that series, Jimmy, a.k.a. Saul Goodman, he's a scammer, just as he is in Breaking Bad. He's constantly, you know, like working tricks over on people and he'll do this for fun when he's not lawyering he'll go go to a bar and convince someone to buy into something or buy a very antisocial buy a fancy coin from him buying a story and pay five hundred dollars from it for it i have a family member kind of like this oh really okay Mm -hmm. and so in the show kim wexler seems to enjoy just being around him and the energy of him and she'll join in on some of these scams sometimes playing sort of a supportive role And then as the story progresses, sorry, spoiler alert, but you realize that this really goes back into her childhood. She learned this from her mom, scamming Mm. people like she's Mm. an equal player in this. Mm. And you always think like she feels uncomfortable because Saul Goodman is kind of forcing her to do things that she's not fully comfortable with. And at a certain point in the series, you realize, oh, no, she's into it. This gives her a lot. Uh, right, right, right. She needs this and then realizes that Saul is bad for her because it... she just likes to be the second in line running that kind of thing. Right, I right. See. So anyways, I had this kind of moment where I thought just watching me and Anda like, oh, you're Kim Wexler. Mm, OK, so that was a very long way of saying that. <laughs> Well, I would just love to talk to anyone who knew these people way back when. Yeah. I feel like that would tell us a lot. Respond to our messages. 
various people. (laughs) You know who you are. (laughs) Well, what else stood out to you from this interview? She made a lot more mention of Ascended Masters. I mean, she still Mm -hmm. does, but it felt Mm -hmm. like that was really part of her... A little more central. Yeah, vision. And she said that when she was in that coma, she ascended to the highest council. So she got to Ah. meet all these Ascended Masters. So that was kind of new. Those were a busy 10 days. No kidding. She was talking about transmitting the female aspect of Christ for the Aquarian age. And I loved it. April, the interviewer, asked, what does that mean? Can you put that in layman's (laughs) terms? And Shakina Ma, I'm going to keep calling her that. She just kind of restated the statement. Like it wasn't new information, but it seemed to placate. There's a real standoff at the end of this interview of like, (laughs) how long can each of us hold out with not quite giving you what you clearly want? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's quite impressive. Yeah. April would give her the chance to elaborate And sometimes she'd let her get away with the evasive answer, and sometimes she'd pin her down a little more. Or at the end of it, Shakina is trying to heal her, Mm -hmm. and April keeps saying, like, well, it feels a little better, sure. And she's like, no, we need it to go away entirely. Oh, yeah. And April just won't lie about it. Right. So she's like, well, yeah, it does. It feels better. It's 30% better. Oh, it's okay. It's 80. And finally, after probably 15 minutes of this, she's like, yeah, you're right. It's gone. (laughs) But I mean, she is buying the premise that this has an effect on her, the Mm -hmm. rewriting of her DNA. But she also asks Shakina Ma to explain how DNA is healed through sacred geometry. Could you spell that out for us? Yeah. All right. And can you explain a little bit more about how you activate the spiritual DNA? Well, um, through sacred geometry and through the sound currency of the harmonics of this universe and other universes, the spiritual DNA is DNA that has been deactivated through time. And it is now upon the planet where you must activate your DNA to be able to ascend. This is part of the ascension. It is part of the coming forth and becoming love again, not seeking love not looking for love outside of the self, but in fact, recognizing your own divinity. And this is a part of that. Then she asks, okay, but how do you do that? Like, are you changing the DNA? Like, what's the mechanism? Yeah. That's like, great question. Yes. So how exactly when you do the healing with sacred, sacred geometry, like how is the DNA actually healed? Are you changing the output of the DNA? Or what exactly the is being structure, the DNA, the um, the coding, each beloved is coded in a certain way. And so we check to see what your coding is, what it needs to be for your highest vibrational reality timeline, how we can activate all the various levels of your multidimensional expression so that you can begin to express your truest, highest self. Doesn't, you know, she's not saying like, okay, so we divide the nucleotides with something that acts very much like CRISPR, you know, like, (laughs) right, right, nothing like that. Something that might suggest some knowledge of how something similar operates. Right. Or that she's been talking to some scientists. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This was another great question. Can you describe the karmic wheel and how it works? And at this point, Shakina Ma says, correct. So, um, so that, <laughs> I know that these are complicated and not very um, commonly discussed things. So I appreciate your questions. 
<laughs> and yeah, it was kind yeah. of this like, brush off. why are you asking me these questions? But I'm totally cool with it. And I'm, I bought myself a little bit of time to sort of answer this. Lori Spagna kind of had that kind of attitude when oh. I was talking to her. This like, well, this is unusual, but okay, sure. I'll answer. Yeah, I'll answer. But I want to make it clear that you're stepping over a little line here, making us all uncomfortable. So yes. let's not do that again. Which is your fault, not mine. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that was definitely the vibe I was getting here. Yep. But then she says, okay, so it's important to stop the wheel of karma and to escape the cycle of death and rebirth, samsara. And here she goes with a very bold statement. She says, I am a liberated being, which means I don't have karma and I don't make karma. Wow. Wow. What a thing to say. A, what a thing to say. B, there's so much going on in this interview that I don't remember that. She's talking about being like the Messiah. And I know Sanandaji in his earlier incarnation was using that same language as we read in mm-hmm. his bios where he was saying he was the liberated being, mm-hmm. which makes mm-hmm. me think mm-hmm. she inherited that from him rather oh, right. than uh, vice versa or vice versa, as he might say. Her story. Uh, he might say her versa. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he says versa versa. Vice versa. That's so good. But she wasn't done with the bold statements there. She said that she works with dimensions. She works with parallel worlds. Everything in the unseen world, I can see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, lady. Wow. Yeah, big if true. So April was saying, well, it sounds like past life regression. And she came to Ma's like, but no, it's no, not No, it's like different that. because it's immediate. <laughs> because I can do it right away. I can it's, do it right away. It takes no effort. It's not like, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, April's kind of like, okay, I'm just going to have to point out you have some listeners who are probably not buying this right now. Yeah. and She April, doesn't quite say it that baldly, but. Yeah. And April does that same thing that we were just talking about earlier, like kind of forming a mental image and saying, okay, let's prod that. She's mm-hmm. like, well, how do you do that so quickly? Like, yeah. you think everybody would be going for this rather than all the other methods. And then April has this interesting line of questioning about whether Shekinah Ma ever encounters people who don't need her services, her healing, because it's not the best thing for them at that moment. And Or what if they say, no, thank you? Right. Or if it might interrupt another process. Like she says, what if they have cancer and the cancer was given to them to teach them a lesson and then you make it go away and they don't learn that lesson? And Shakina Ma's answer is bold. Yeah. She does not need permission to give you healing. Yeah, I think that's because she says these other modalities, you have to like kind of go up the chain of the universe to kind of learn more about the process. But yeah, she's high enough that she doesn't have to go through that. Which tells me, cure alls, cure nothing, as they say over at Sawbones. Mm -hmm. It tells me, okay, well, so you're not so certain that you're not doing anything with any risk that you can't possibly be doing anything with any effect. Right, if there's no harms that you have to disclose and warn people about, then there's probably no positive benefit as well. There's risk to all real medicine. Yeah, she said she didn't need permission because she's not part of the collective. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? She's bigger than the collective. Don't you just love knowing there's someone who doesn't need permission from you to operate on your body? I feel good about it. And again, one of these not even so passive, aggressive statements where she says, I could keep explaining this but these things are not rational oh yes yes and trying to like use your brain as a filter won't even work to understand better right in other words don't ask these questions you're trying to like figure out how this works and i don't have an explanation for how it works i always am 
caught off guard when this happens at Conscious Life Expo, which is where I hear it the most, when someone just says the whole sentence, well, this isn't rational. Mm -hmm. And they aren't admitting anything in their minds. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm like, well, you just, (laughs) hang on. So you're admitting that the whole thing is. Was, was so, it just me who heard you, or did yeah, you hear yeah. you? So, 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 no facts, correct? No facts? <laughs> you know, but to them, it's yeah. like, I'm just stating an obvious truth here. Right. And this is where you realize that April is, again, not like trying to take her down or anything, because nope. she helps her out and says like, you're right, some of these things are really hard to put into words. English mm-hmm. isn't really built for this. Mm-hmm. When she brings up that cancer example, Shakinama chuckles and says, oh, that was a great question. And she mentions that she always needs to work with free will about whether knowing if this is the right thing for them. Mm. And that's when April kind of calls her on the free will question and like how that applies on other realms. And well, it's different for angels and stuff like that. (laughs) I didn't expect you to ask me about this detail. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird to think of a bunch of other places where there's no free will, where everybody's just like, what, automatons? Well, I mean, that's always been heaven. Yeah, I guess in a sense. Because everyone says, well, bad things happen on Earth because of free will. Yeah. That's how they excuse that. But in heaven, you know, free will is gone there. Mm. It's all good and happy and no evil will exist. Yeah, or at least there's no total free will. You can't harm. Yeah, yeah. I bet you can choose between like a harp and cake. (laughs) But no accordions. Yeah. Oh. That was a famous far side. They had a little split where one person enters heaven and St. Peter says, welcome to heaven, here's your harp. And then below both on the comic strip and in hell, it says, welcome to hell, here's your accordion. Oh, I love the accordion. (laughs) Kevin Hearn, come on. (laughs) Weird Al. Fellow Kevin Hearn nuts, hear me out. So April tries to figure out like, that's fine, but you're contradicting a lot of things that we know about karma from Buddhist texts. Are you creating like a new belief system here? Yeah. And Shakina Ma's not willing to sign on to that. She just says, oh, well, it's all about experience. And if you want to believe that and keep following it, it's just we're getting to this point where things are moving faster. And that's why I can heal this faster. And it was kind of this nod to this 2017 thing that she didn't mention there. Right. But like that things are accelerating and that I'm a different kind of presence. And now there are other enlightened beings. They're not quite as enlightened as she. Yes. And she'll be asked a very specific question about that. How many you got? How many? Yeah. (laughs) How many? I love this question. Yeah. How many like you are there out there? Mm -hmm. And so Shakina Ma says, not many. And then April goes on and bless her for it. She says, what, 10, 20? Like roughly how many? (laughs) This is about where I was like, well, I now know what it would be like if I talked to Shakina Ma. (laughs) Yeah. And Shikini Ma says, well, I mean, it never even occurred to me to ask that. That's not the kind of questions I would ask, but okay, let me ask them. And so she goes- And then go- the spirits laugh at April. Yeah, she goes silent for a moment, right? She's like, oh, they're laughing. <laughs> and- they think you are very stupid. But also I'm like, okay, wait, what's going on? Because she is this ascended person. And we learn a little later yes. in this same interview that she's had multiple walk-ins. So it's not just one. Right, and they meld together. Right, right. So that it's like a cumulative effect. Because again, April's just trying to figure out, oh, how does this work? Do yeah. they they jostle for control? Do they take turns? Does- one say like altars. evening Ralph and the other says evening Sam. They trade places. Right. And, like, how does that work? Oh, no, no. 
they, it's cumulative. So after consulting with them, whoever they are, I guess, other Ascended Masters, that was so weird. Like, you've just set this up that you don't need this external verification. Yeah. And now when you're stalling for time for this number, anyways, she came back with 316 or so. Or so. Or so. Or so. Yeah. Do you accept that, Carrie? Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah. Or so tells me like, I'm not confident completely in this number, but mm. I think it's right around here. I'll Fair. accept it. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, unless you mean whether it sounds like that's possible to be true, then no. Mm. Language accepted, concept rejected. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. When she was explaining how this wasn't a new belief system, Shikina Ma said, this is a game of polarity integration. And I love this. This showed her wordplay at work here. She said, there are many verses, the universe, multiverses, and omniverses. Mm -hmm. And what is a verse? Mm. It is a song. Like, whoa, (laughs) I see what you did there. Wow. Okay. And what is a song? A song is harmonic conversions of energies. What is energy? It's a light bulb. <laughs> What's a light bulb? So there are many it's, schools. It's a narcissist this is just one. bulb. <laughs> and then April stopped her with a question about what free will would look like in other dimensions, following up on that free will discussion. And Shakina Ma said, I'm sorry, in other dimensions of Earth or other dimensions of consciousness? Because those would be different answers. And it just reminded me a little bit of, oh, what do you mean? African or European? Swallow. Oh, like, from Monty From Monty Python. Oh, that, I'm not a Monty Python guy. No? Okay. No. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, famously, uh, there's a little guy at the bridge who's asking them questions. And it's like, what is your name? Oh, okay. My name is Sir Galahad or whatever. You know, what is your mission? Oh, I'm looking for the grail. And then he'll ask some off the wall question. What is your favorite color? Uh, blue. No, yellow. And like they get tossed oh, away I into see, the I sky see. if they get it wrong. And so then the question asker asks these normal questions of the king. And then finally says, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And the guy says, what do you mean? African or European? <laughs> and, and the guy at the bridge says, I don't know. And he flies off into the air. It's, it's a great moment. Well, I just realized from watching You're in Town the other day that I don't like satire. Oh, like yeah. me in political books, you and satire. Yeah, it just sort of clicked for me. I was like, I don't like this. What is it? Oh, a lot of things have this tone that I don't like. What is it? Oh, I don't like satire. Wow. It's a big revelation for me. Okay. Yeah, but please enjoy. So the guys with the human upper bodies and the goat legs. Is that a sat- satire? Yeah, yeah, you don't like them? <laughs> Actually, that's funny because at a Max Fun host thing recently, we were asked what cryptid we would make real if we could. Oh, yeah. The list didn't quite come around to me, but I was thinking like, okay, the funniest one is if there's that guy that's half horse because the horse would be running so fast and the guy would be blown back so much. That would be funny to look at. <laughs> <laughs> the centaur yeah yeah yeah. oh centaur that's what yeah. It is. yeah yeah, yeah. very similar yeah uh there's so, some, yeah no i like those they'd be funny there's some good <laughs> some good centaur <laughs> puns out there like there's sure. a picture of one he's saying like hey look at me look at me and it's called the centaur of attention <laughs> <laughs> okay that's pretty good see i like a pun yeah i like a pun but not a satire but not a satire okay i like a sad tire <laughs> you like Word, hang wordplay. one from your tree and just put a frowny face on it that's where we resonate on the same vibrational frequency with you <laughs> exactly. twin ray is wordplay 
Oh, this is a great ex- <laughs> this was a great exchange where April was asking her about, okay, you talk about the three 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 frequency. What's that about? What does it mean? What does it do? Yeah. And then she's like trying to get like mechanistic explanations like, okay, but how does that interact with the body differently than other frequencies? And Shikinama is not having it. She uh-huh. like doesn't want to like spell out what these mean. She's not ready for this question. She just My words are simply here to lull you. So then when she's evasive about four four four, she's like, I'm not gonna answer that at this time. But then, like, she remembers that it has something to do with Angel Gabriel. So she kind of throws that out. But, like, let's stop talking about 444. And so then April asks, okay, so you kind of mainly work with 333? And she's like, no, no, no. I work. No, you idiot. I work on all. I'm not limited. I work on all levels. (laughs) Wow. Not 444. Wow. Well, not very much. Not at this time. Yeah. And then they go into that healing thing that we talked about. So, anyways, I, I feel like I learned a lot about. Shakina Ma, Miyananda Matreya, Shakina, whatever you want to call her. And just seeing her then versus kind of the things she says now and the accent she uses now. Yeah. And as you could hear from those clips, something has changed. Yeah. Well, that's the strength of a good interview. Mm-hmm. Thank you, April Hannah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We don't run into this that often that someone gives someone this good of a breakdown, you know? Yeah, Uh, those questions uh, that we would really want to ask. Yeah, so uh, well done, April Hannah. So there you go. That's a little bit more about Twin Ray, and we'll have a little more to cover next time. Mm -hmm. We're still twinning it. So I hope you're enjoying this couple, because we're going to keep twinning and raying. That's right. I was trying to think of a place to put her in that sentence, but I can't. We're still gathering information. Gathering information. (laughs) Yes, yes, correct. Yes. Gav yes. himming Infer- information. information. <laughs> 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 this oh, is the service we provide. Oh, and by the way, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who supported us during Max, Max Fun, Fun Drive. Drive. It was a great drive this year. We appreciate you all for stepping up. Yes, we're crawling back from that COVID attrition. We're still crawling back, but it's happening, you guys. Thank you so much for stepping up. And I know that we have listeners who lost their pieces of their income or even their job during Mm -hmm. COVID. Mm -hmm. Hey, we get it. We always want the show to be free and available to everybody. We're happy you're here. We're happy you're here as long as you need to pay $0 for it. But when you do have a dollar, let us know. Yeah, thank you to everybody who stepped up and said, I can make this available for everybody. Yeah. We ended the drive with 1,871 new upgrading and boosting members. Or as I like to call it, over 1,870 new (laughs) and upgrading members. I think of it as the year of German unification. Oh, wow. 1871. Wow, specific. And we've got that fun Carrie wake-up track. Coming. Coming your way. Yeah. Stay tuned. Haven't recorded it yet. Haven't been awake. <laughs> That's right. That'll help first. <laughs> You're all awesome. And so is everybody at Maximum Fun. Thank you so much uh, for oh, your support. Max Fun's as well. becoming a co op. Yeah. It's like fusion. It's good it's stuff. It's just good stuff that happened in the background. And every time I think of it, I'm like, hell yeah, I didn't have to do anything. Man, I can't believe it's probably completing in 2023 because it seems like a 2024 kind of big world event. Yeah, right, right. Oh, I hope that's what Twin Ray are talking about. They're just waiting for Max <laughs> Fun to be a co-op. Yeah. Yeah. A better world. Well, that's it for this episode. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. This episode was edited by Victor Fig Heroa. Oh, you can still support us if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, I still want to support them. 
do it. Maximumfun.org slash join. All that's going to happen is you don't get like a sticker or something. You still get pride. You still get bonus content. Yeah, you do it at $5 a month. No different. You get the exact same bonus content. Mm -hmm. That's true. Do that. Do that. Or tell a friend. Tell your friend Shakina Ma. To talk to us. Please. And remember. And are you aware of how many other people are are like you that are walking this earth and providing these healings to people? Fully liberated, not many. 10, 20, 100? Okay, let me... I, I actually don't ask these questions ever because these aren't things that occur to me to ask. But... Um, let me see what I what I receive. <laughs> They're laughing. Okay. So they're not. <laughs> when you say like me, there aren't. Um, when you say um, those who are absolutely fully and completely in service, holding incredible high vibrational frequencies. And, um, and able to do incredible work through God without any sort of filtration system? That's a different question. So I think I'm going to answer the last one. Yep, that would be great. <laughs> um, I'm getting about 360 or so. Lisa Hannawaltz. And I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right. Trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.